0: Welcome to the BitcoinNews.com Daily Radio Show August 13th, 2018.
1: This is our 10th episode. This is your host Zachary aka Space Marine. What is up everybody? This is Emmanuel aka Space Gazette.
0: On the BitcoinNews.com Daily Radio Show, we talk about some of the biggest topics in Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, and blockchain. And always, 24-7, go to BitcoinNews.com for the full spectrum of blockchain, cryptocurrency, and Bitcoin news. We post new articles every few hours or even more, and we have 10 new articles per day. If you read BitcoinNews.com every day consistently and listen to the BitcoinNews.com daily radio show hosted by yours truly and Space Cadet, you will be an expert in the field. You will have the edge to trade in the markets above anyone else. You will know the news as it's happening before it goes into the mainstream media, and you can make the best trading decisions.
1: At this time of the evening, Bitcoin is sitting below $6,000 and it went as low as $5,900 this evening. Tell us more about this, Space Marine. Yes, Space Cadet, Bitcoin was actually
0: at $5,800 in July before a rally started that took it all the way to $8,500 and by the way this is still much lower than it was at the beginning of the year when it hit a $20,000 peak all time high. But of course, it's also much higher right now than it was a year ago. It was probably around $3,000 or $4,000 one year ago. This is when the rally started ramping up one year ago today. Anyways, Bitcoin's rally recently in July was due to the speculation that a Bitcoin ETF or exchange traded fund would be approved. And just to put this quite simply, a Bitcoin ETF would make Bitcoin accessible on all the major stock trading platforms like TD Ameritrade and whatever else there is. You'd be able to buy Bitcoin like buying any stock, and this would allow institutional investors to buy Bitcoin in a safe and regulated way. And Bitcoin's price probably would have went up a lot from an ETF. Anyways, the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC, has to make a law change for each new ETF because ETFs weren't in the original framework for the SEC. Not any ETF. So the SEC has full control of a Bitcoin ETF being approved, and they've denied The VincoVos Bitcoin Trust ETF, and now they've delayed the X Solid X Bitcoin ETF, which is the one that caused all that hype for the rally to $8,500. And there's probably not an ETF for Bitcoin coming anytime soon. Not this year, probably not next year either. We need a full administration change in the SEC before a Bitcoin ETF comes. But as I've talked about on the past shows, that's not what's needed for Bitcoin to go up. Bitcoin's always been a currency for the people, and the people are going to decide that Bitcoin is the best currency due to its cryptographic security it's speed it's instant if you wait for confirmations it takes 10 minutes on average per confirmation sometimes a minute sometimes an hour but you don't have to wait for confirmations the second you send it it's there so you could send bitcoin across the world instantly you could send a billion dollars for a fee of one cent usually you don't have to really pay anything you can pay one satoshi per byte for the transaction fee and then that comes out to a cent or a few cents even if you're sending a billion dollars that's like the cheapest way to send currency it's cryptographically secure but the most important thing is it's decentralized people can't freeze your money with bitcoin like they do in the banks oftentimes people have their money frozen in banks and they jump through hoops to get the money back and usually they don't even get it back the bank can just hold it forever they can give it away for past debts like if you had a past credit card you didn't pay or you had a negative account for past bank they can actually take your money from a current bank account and give it to the other bank With Bitcoin, it's a robot, it's an automated program, it doesn't take your money in any way, and if you properly use it and properly secure it with your private key, there's no way anyone could touch your Bitcoin. Literally, you could be arrested by the police, let's say you're doing something illegal, and have a billion dollars sitting in a Bitcoin account and the police could hold a gun to your head and say, give us the Bitcoin. And if you don't give it to them, if you don't give them the private key, they can't get it. It's not like cash, it's not like a bank account. Police can go to your bank account and seize it through the bank. Bitcoin, there's no way to do that. So Bitcoin's the most secure, it's decentralized, And over time people are gonna decide it's the best currency and that's what's really gonna make it go up in the future plus the proliferation of Bitcoin ATMs which is just a sign that people are choosing Bitcoin. There's over 3,500 Bitcoin ATMs and eight new ones being installed every single day and we talked about this on a past show. Some other big news with the markets this evening is Ethereum has gone down almost 20% today.
1: Fatality.
0: Yes space cadet, fatality. Ethereum's really losing ground compared to Bitcoin. Right now, Ethereum is sitting at $260. Their market cap is down to $26 billion. They're still easily in second place. The next closest is Ripple at $10 billion. And of course, well not of course, but most people know that Ripple isn't really decentralized. It's largely controlled by the Ripple Foundation. You can't mine it. It might be a cryptocurrency technically, but anyways, the real next closest currency might be Bitcoin Cash at 8500000000 billion. They've also seen a 15% drop today. Compare this to Bitcoin. Bitcoin's having not that good of a day as we've talked about. It's below 6000 and heading towards the levels it was before the rally started to 8500 It's heading back to the $5,800 level. We'll probably get there. But Bitcoin's only down 5 or 6%. Meanwhile, Ethereum's down 20%. And Bitcoin Cash is down 15%. And I really don't like Bitcoin Cash. It's just a copy of Bitcoin. And the people in Bitcoin Cash are really causing problems for the Bitcoin community. And it's unnecessary and they're not even good. And this brings us into our first story, the Bitcoin dominance percentage. And this is directly related to Ethereum declining.
1: That's correct, Space Marine. Bitcoin's dominance percentage over 50% for the first time since December 2017. It was at 36% in May and now it's at 54% affirmative space cadet bitcoin's dominance percentage is
0: rapidly on the rise looking at the chart from the coin market cap data and coinmarketcap.com is the best place to get market cap data and they have this dominance percentage chart it shows a steep rise in dominance percentage since may 2018 it's just constantly rising and it's accelerating i wrote an article on this for bitcoin news you can see it in the links on the site when we post this article and bitcoin's dominance percentage when i wrote the article was 51 percent it's up three percent since I wrote the article. So it's rapidly rising, noticeably rising every single day right now. And to put this in perspective, Bitcoin's dominance percentage for the longest time, at first it was 100%, obviously, because it was the first cryptocurrency, but for a long time it was around 90%, as low as 80%, all the way up until 2017. In 2017, Bitcoin's dominance percentage took a huge slide. And this was directly related to the rise of Ethereum. Ethereum is very popular, even when its price is down, like now it's still very popular because it's the first cryptocurrency and the number one that has smart contracts and these smart contracts facilitate decentralized apps or d apps basically you build any sort of app like a movie site or a social media site just like the normal apps but they're built on a blockchain so they're better because they have more cryptographic security they have immutability and everyone in the cryptocurrency world prefers these d apps over the regular apps so they're growing but ethereum yeah Ethereum's what took away bitcoin's thunder at first it dropped from about 80 percent or even 85 percent all the way to less than 40% when Ethereum really rose up. And Ethereum hit a 31% dominance percentage. At the same time, Bitcoin hit about 37%. And this was the closest that it looked for a little while, like maybe Ethereum was going to overtake Bitcoin. It almost did. But since then, Ethereum's really backed off. Ethereum's declined sharply relative to Bitcoin. And right now, Ethereum's dominance percentage is sitting at 16%, while Bitcoin's at 54%. It's actually as low as 15% right now. Actually, 14%. Yeah, 14% today. It's really crashing today. It went down 20% today overall relative to the USD. So it's at 14%, and now Bitcoin's at 54%. Bitcoin's 40% ahead of Ethereum after being relatively close to being tied with Ethereum. So let's just show us how fast things could change in the cryptocurrency world. Like. The cryptocurrency world's like the normal stock market maybe, but it's just like a lot faster. It's like 100 times more rapid evolution and things go 100 times faster, it seems like. That's just a guesstimate number, but it really, it evolves much more rapidly. Anyways, when Ethereum rose up, other cryptocurrencies rose up too. Because a lot of cryptocurrencies are based on Ethereum's blockchain through the ERC20 protocol. With ERC20, you can create a cryptocurrency really easily with like a click of a few buttons. It's not completely easy. And we're actually going to talk about an easier platform later on the show. Binance has cre- is creating Binance Chain, and they demonstrated it. But I don't want to get too into this. But anyways, you can create cryptocurrencies easier with Binance Chain than Ethereum. But that's coming in the future. That's not here yet. But back to the point. People can create new cryptocurrencies with Ethereum. And then these new cryptocurrencies that were being created with Ethereum really rose up. And all the cryptocurrencies besides the major ones, the ones that are built on Ethereum, had a dominance percentage over 25% recently. But now that's declined to less than 20% right now. So the overall, other cryptocurrencies are declining relative to Bitcoin. And this is mostly Ethereum declining, and then all the cryptocurrencies built on Ethereum are declining relative to Bitcoin. And it's interesting It might be good for the cryptocurrency world because if Bitcoin dominance percentage starts going up like this, eventually it could go back up to the levels it used to be at, possibly. And that's good because investment in cryptocurrency, like these other cryptocurrencies are probably taking away Bitcoin's thunder. People will choose to invest in Ethereum or Ethereum-based cryptocurrencies instead of Bitcoin. But if everyone starts investing in Bitcoin again, that will lead to a rally if all the money is going back into Bitcoin again. So even though Bitcoin's dropped a lot, it's setting up for a rally because everyone's going to look at these numbers and be like, okay bitcoin is the gold standard it's the most pure cryptocurrency it's the most respected it has the most uptime like 99.9999 percent the longest history and now it's dominant these other cryptocurrencies that were supposedly better because they had smart contracts and were more complex they're not keeping up so in the future when the next rally starts hopefully soon people are going to choose bitcoin and then more people than ever more of a ratio people will put money into bitcoin than the other cryptocurrencies and that will cause a faster rally And truth be told, in the cryptocurrency and blockchain world, payments are mostly done with Bitcoin. Some people use Ethereum a lot, but Bitcoin's the number one. So businesses pay their employees with Bitcoin. People buy things with Bitcoin. So it's good for everyone because most of the people are holding Bitcoin largely. So if Bitcoin goes up a lot because it has the most dominance percentage, it's the number one choice for investment. It's good for everyone in the crypto world. So even if other cryptocurrencies totally die off, I mean, it's not good if they all die off completely. But if Bitcoin's the number one choice for investment, then everyone in the world, in the crypto space, will be benefiting from that because they mostly hold Bitcoin and transact with Bitcoin. Before going to the next story, another interesting development is that EOS, which was the number one ICO in history, I forgot exactly how much was invested in it, but it's over a billion dollars was invested in the ICO, which is like a ton of money. They're down to a market cap of 3.9 billion. They went down 15% today, which is 10% more than Bitcoin went down. Even though it's a bad day for Bitcoin, it's a way worse day for Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, and EOS. And Stellar is actually catching up to EOS. Stellar only went down 9% today, that's still a lot. But they're going down less than EOS, and EOS is on track to be lapped by Stellar. And I particularly, I don't favor EOS because they can be centralized due to their block producer mechanisms. Basically, there's an organization of block producers, and they meet every single day or something like that on a conference call And they could decide to freeze people's accounts and stuff like if someone reports that their account was hacked It could be frozen, but they could totally game the system by that It's, it's better for a cryptocurrency to be immutable. EOS is not immutable meaning you can reverse transactions of EOS That's not good. That's bad for the whole market, and that might be why it's lost so much thunder It used to be a strong fifth place, but now it's declining more and more and more It probably won't ever go up in the ranks again as far as I could tell and it might continue to go down the ranks It might end up being worth less than Litecoin eventually Litecoin's market at three Billion dollars and Litecoin's actually down over 10% today Overall it's a very bloody day on the markets But this is the cryptocurrency world It can go down 10% today and up 10% tomorrow On to our next story
1: The Turkish Lira is at 14 US cents at this point Are you it was 30 cents? and a month ago was 20 cents. What does this represent? 30% inflation? Yes,
0: Space Cadet. This is 30% inflation for the Turkish Lira in the past month and 100% inflation in a year. This is approaching hyperinflation. It might not quite be hyperinflation yet, but it's getting there. 100% inflation in a year is enough to cripple the economy of Turkey. This is their native currency. It's like the US dollars in the US. The Lira is the same thing in Turkey. And it's collapsing. If you look at the chart, it's a sharp drop in the past month. And usually the way this works, these things don't level up. They just accelerate. Because once the currency collapse starts, basically, the government has to print more money to fill in for its budget. Because it'll take more liras to buy the things they need. And then they have to print more money. And then the currency goes down more. then they got to print more money. That's how the hyperinflation cycle works. And all the countries are in this. But let's just stay on topic. Turkish citizens are buying lots of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency right now to save their money. Because it's unacceptable for them to lose fifty percent of their savings. That's what hundred percent inflation means. They lose fifty percent of their life savings in a year. That's unacceptable. Like everyone's gonna have to work forever if that's the case. Like in Venezuela, for example, they lose like fifty percent of their savings or more overnight. So everyone has to buy everything they can right after work every day with like a wheelbarrow full of money. And in Turkey it's gonna be like the same way if it's not already where you have to buy stuff right when you get your paycheck or you lose your money so what's the point of working if you're just going to lose your money and people are just choosing to put in bitcoin and cryptocurrency so they can have savings because even though bitcoin's volatile it's gone down like six percent today and other cryptocurrencies gone down up to 20 percent, like ethereum it's better than uh the way the lira is going yes if cryptocurrency went down six percent every day it'd be worse but it doesn't it'll go back up and in long-term, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency are going up. So now back to the overall picture. We talked about this yesterday in the show. All fiat currencies are on a path of inflation and then hyperinflation and then collapse. This is the way fiat is working in this economy, where countries have tremendous amount of debts. And I'm sure Turkey's debt had a role to play in this. I haven't looked at the stats, but it's probably has something to do with the national debt being too much to handle. And at the point the national debt is too much to handle, like right now, the U.S. debt is over $21.3 trillion. Eventually, the government's using all the money... They have to pay the interest, and if they don't have enough money, they just print more. The government's in charge of their local currency. Like the United States government can print more U.S. dollars with a flick of the hand. They can just tell the Federal Reserve to print more, or the Treasury, whoever's in charge of it. So basically, they have to print money to pay the interest payments on their debt, and then the currency goes down, and then they gotta print more money, and it's just a vicious cycle. And this is why people really should have Bitcoin and cryptocurrency in their portfolios and silver and gold. Gold and silver aren't the best versus Bitcoin because there's big paper gold markets and there's definitely some paper silver markets in the same sort of markets. Like they'll have a silver option for the paper too. But if the fiat currencies collapse, then the real value of gold and silver will be revealed once the paper markets collapse. And right now gold and silver are probably worth 10 times more than the exchange value because of these paper markets, or even 100 times more. Bitcoin's a real currency. You can send it across the world instantly. You can send it to your friends instantly. You can send it anywhere. Gold and silver are like, they're better in a village in medieval times. You carry it around to the shop and stuff. You can't send gold across international borders without a lot of work and shipping costs. And it's slow. Bitcoin's better designed to be a currency. So fiat currencies like the Turkish lira collapses. The Venezuelan Bolivar has pretty much collapsed. They're still using it. They uh, cut it off. To the Sovereign Boulevard now, the Venezuelan Boulevard went from the Boulevard to the Boulevard Fuerte to the Sovereign Boulevard, and the the latest switch from Boulevard Fuerte to Sovereign Boulevard is a one to one hundred thousand ratio. They're cutting off zeros. This doesn't change anything. It's still going to inflate at the same rate. This time they're saying they're backing it with their Petro cryptocurrency, but we're not going to go into that. It's complicated and it's unknown if the Petro is really a cryptocurrency. Regardless, it's banned everywhere in the world because the United States made it illegal. But yeah, Venezuela, Zimbabwe already collapsed their currency. They're using like U.S. dollars and euros of Bitcoin now. Iran's currency, the Rio, is hyperinflating for real, even beyond what Turkey is. And everyone's trying to use Bitcoin there, but they banned Bitcoin in Iran, essentially. And now we got Turkey joining the boat. So this is slowly going to happen across the world, especially since there's an option now. Bitcoin is established now. So, as people across the world realize Bitcoin's a better currency, it'll actually accelerate the collapse of the fiat. Before, there was no other option, so maybe fiat could have existed forever. But now there's something
1: better Bitcoin. On to our next story. Talking about joining the boat, Saudi Arabia joins the blacklist, uh, along with Algeria, Bolivia, Nepal, Ecuador, Bangladesh, and Cambodia.
0: Yes, Cambodia, Space Cadet. And also one that's not really mentioned here is Iran because it's not officially illegal, but it is. I wrote an article on this. It's illegal there. And there's some other countries like China where Bitcoin trading, like you can't trade the Bitcoin for the Chinese yuan anymore. But holding the Bitcoin itself, I don't think it's illegal in China. There's a lot of countries like that. But anyway, Saudi Arabia has outright banned Bitcoin. And this isn't the biggest news. There was only one Bitcoin exchange in Saudi Arabia before this bit oasis and their withdrawals actually stopped working in May 2018 due to banking issues. So this is probably a long time coming. The banks already stopped allowing Bitcoin related withdrawals. The main reason Saudi Arabia has decided to ban Bitcoin is because they can't control and they explicitly say this in the announcement when they're banning Bitcoin. And Saudi Arabia is one of the last absolute monarchies. The United Arab Emirates, which is their next door neighbor, is a group of absolute monarchies. And an absolute monarchs, like the king of England or the king of Spain or the king of France, like hundreds of years ago. But this still exists in Saudi Arabia. They have absolute control. The king can declare a law, and it's the law and absolute monarchies don't really drive well with bitcoin because bitcoin totally decentralized you could buy anything you want with bitcoin you could have some pseudo anonymity with bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies like monero and zcash and by the way all cryptocurrencies are now banned in saudi arabia but yeah monero and zcash can cause total anonymity so that fuels crime and stuff especially in saudi arabia because alcohol is banned in saudi arabia so people could be using bitcoin to ship in alcohol and stuff so saudi arabia wants to cut down the money laundering and they don't want bitcoin at all it just gives people too much freedom But it's really not that big of a deal in perspective because when you do compare, hey, Saudi Arabia's banned alcohol something that's legal and enjoyed in almost all the world. So it's not that big of a deal that they banned Bitcoin and it doesn't appear they've used that much of it anyways. But really, can you ban Bitcoin? Yeah, you can make it illegal, but you can't really ban it. It's decentralized. And the whole point of decentralization is if anyone has a computer and they could use a VPN or any other sort of masking service like Tor to mask their IP, they could still use Bitcoin and not get in any trouble in Saudi Arabia. It's illegal. I don't recommend doing it. But it's pretty much impossible to ban bitcoin so yeah they banned bitcoin but now it's going to be going to the black market like all the drugs and the alcohol it'll be in the black market it's not going to stop existing in saudi arabia it's just not going to be legal so if anyone's dealing bitcoin in saudi arabia they could be arrested and imprisoned for a very
1: long time on to our next story binance demoed their decentralized exchange or dex
0: yes space Cadet dex and decentralized exchanges have been one of the crazes in the crypto world not really a craze but a good idea there's a few of them on ethereum like there's zero x protocol which is decentralized exchanges but not really basically zero x has centralized exchanges built upon a decentralized protocol there's one called idex that's more decentralized but binance wants to create their own decentralized exchange and this will probably be the biggest one in the world huobi which is another huge cryptocurrency exchange like Binance. They're on about the same level of about a billion dollars of trading volume per day, which is about the biggest it gets. For exchanges that deal with pure cryptocurrency versus derivatives markets like BitMEX and Bitflare, they have more volume, but it's not actual cryptocurrency being traded and they use leverage. So it's unknown how much cryptocurrency that really represents in actuality. Because someone could submit one Bitcoin into BitMEX and then leverage it 100 times. So that's what makes their volume. So, But back to the point, Binance is one of the biggest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world and they're trying to create Binance chain Which will be the blockchain used for this decentralized platform. Of course Binance already has Binance token And it's one of the most popular cryptocurrencies nowhere near Bitcoin But its market cap is in the billions. It's widely used and popular and valuable That'll probably be the token used on the Binance chain, but that's not confirmed yet Anyways back to the point They've demoed their decentralized exchange, the Binance chain, on a video. Cheng Peng Zhao, or CZ, a very popular dude in the crypto world, showed how it works. And it looks like it's an easier way to create tokens than Ethereum. One of his programmers created a token with like a simple command line argument. And I bet once the decentralized exchange is launched, it'll be like a GUI graphical user interface where you click a button and create a token. And since it's decentralized, there's probably gonna be no listing fees. Anyone can start creating cryptocurrencies on here and then have it traded on the biggest cryptocurrency exchange in the world. Well, technically the decentralized exchange will be a separate thing. It won't be the biggest in the world, but it'll have the brand of Binance and Binance will put a lot into it to make sure people use it. So basically, instead of Ethereum where you have some weak decentralized exchanges like IDEX and 0x, this will be a very strong decentralized exchange with a lot of volume and people can create their own cryptocurrency and launch it right onto the exchange. You can create the cryptocurrency and then launch it onto the exchange and then start submitting orders with just a few clicks, probably on the GUI. So this is better than Ethereum's protocol. And like we've talked about tonight, Ethereum's going down pretty quick. So there's definitely room for another platform to take its place. Finance chain could be better than Ethereum for creating cryptocurrencies. So that's all we know for now about Binance Chain. It just looks like it's a great way for creating your cryptocurrency and then immediately getting it listed on the exchange too. Thanks for listening to the August 13th,
1: 2018
0: edition of the BitcoinNews.com Daily Radio Show. We cover the biggest stories in blockchain, cryptocurrency, and Bitcoin. And remember, go to BitcoinNews.com for even more stories, the full spectrum of blockchain, cryptocurrency, and Bitcoin news. If you read BitcoinNews.com and listen to our show, you will undoubtedly be the biggest expert in cryptocurrency out of all your friends and your family and all the people you know. So go to BitcoinNews.com today. This is your host, Space Marine,
1: signing out, going back to space. Thank you for listening. This is your co-host, Emmanuel, a.k.a. Space to Dad. See you tomorrow.
0: Yeah, join us tomorrow for another show, and we will be on every single day forever for all eternity.